0: I'm Jeremy Greer. I'm Chris Moser, And this is Still His Kingdom Keeps, the creepy but necessary podcast where Chris and I cover every single episode of the TV show Merlin. We're on episode 50 of this podcast, which means we are on episode 50 of Merlin, season four, episode 11. Uh, We've done 50 episodes, Chris. Isn't that crazy?
1: That is crazy. I I almost don't believe it. That's, but, and yet you're telling it to me, so it must be true.
0: <laughs> I mean, I'm just looking at the at our at our podcast, our website, stillhiskingdomkeeps.cool, kingdom Keeps. Cool, <laughs> which we never tell anybody about for some reason. No. Um I, I went I went to Monster of the Week that cool the other day and it didn't autofill in my browser, and I'm like, When's the last time I've gone oh, to my own wow. website? That's bad.
1: Damn.
0: Uh we're back. You we gotta start getting
1: the traffic up on that. I'm telling you. Uh
0: we're back. Season four. We're 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 close to the finale. Uh and after um a no women allowed episode last week we were in a episode kind of focused around uh two of the major women characters of this
1: show Mm -hmm. um it's good to have them back it's good to have them both back you know i thought gwen was exiled and she was actually canceled from the show um she was fired but turns out that was totally not true at all and that it was actually just a plot thing
0: (laughs) yeah she was just uh it was just a story Uh, Before we jump into the main part, let's thank our patrons over at patreon.com slash monster of the week. They donate money every month to get episodes of this podcast early, access to our cool Discord server, um, cool exclusive content. If you want to hear us talk about, I don't know, the Lord of the Rings trilogy extended edition, that's where you go to do that. Most Uh, of it. (laughs) I mean, like, (laughs) sixths of it. I mean, that's pretty good. Yeah, yeah, hell yeah. Um. Catch us up, Chris. What's been going on at Merlin?
1: What's up? Last time at Merlin, El- Merlin, uh, Ellian was possessed by a ghost, but it was Arthur who was truly haunted. His past ex- inexperience and mistakes combined with his current pressures as king and recent divorce have, taken Ar- have shaken Arthur to his core. Meanwhile, Ellian didn't really get to unpack anything of importance, but at least he got some screen time. That's all I wrote. I wrote this during the week. That's several days ago. That's it. That's all I wrote.
0: Yeah. I also I watched this episode on Thursday. We're recording on a special, special Sunday afternoon. Um, so I'm hoping that my notes are good and I will remember all of the details of this episode because I watched. will come back to you. It'll I watched a bunch of Last of Us this weekend to catch up, and I was pretty. Oh, okay. Pretty
1: so if you start talking about Ellie, I'll I'll steer you back.
0: Yeah, yeah. If I say Ellie instead of Ellie, and give me give me back over there.
1: Okay, okay, okay.
0: Uh, we're talking about season four, episode eleven, The Hunter's Heart which aired on December 10th, 2011, directed by Jeremy Webb and written by Richard McBrien. Morgana finds a powerful ally in the Southern warlord Helios. Together, they hatch the perfect plan to force Camelot to its knees with the kingdom and Arthur preoccupied by the arrival of the beautiful princess Mithian, It falls to an absent friend to raise the alarm. Guinevere. However, with past wounds, still raw can love really conquer all Dude, or it a, I would
1: say that about those past <laughs>
0: wounds, <laughs> or is a deadly arrow destined to fly straight into the heart of Camelot? A lot,
1: wow,
0: what lot, wow. <laughs> um, yeah, we, we immediately in the cold open catch up with Gwen, uh, who has is she, in a dude, local village. Got a job,
1: dude. She's back to that blue collar lifestyle. Um, She's like what shucking hay. I don't. You don't shuck hay, but she's doing something to that hay. She
0: is. Uh, she is mucking out a pigsty. So she. Is she's sh- mucking. I think mucking
1: is maybe what yeah, I was looking yeah, for, and there wasn't hay involved. Shoveling. Of-
0: shoveling pig shit is what she is doing. Um, she is yeah. looking pretty pretty rough, as you might imagine. Someone like anybody who would be uh, anybody at
1: any blue collar job. You know how you know what you look like.
0: Yeah, yeah. You get you get a little worn down by the end of the day. Um, but she is wearing <laughs> Arthur's ring around the neck. Apparently, he didn't yeah. he didn't repo the ring when he banned her. Mm-hmm. So.
1: Mm-mm. yeah she was exiled too quickly for him to get it back but um for some reason the whole time i kept thinking like what is this ring duh it's obviously not- her <laughs> engagement ring but there's no time to think about that because uh-oh look who it is it's brigands it's raiders coming to destroy this blue collar village
2: yep.
0: um she uh and that's she, exactly what they do she runs away uh, and she runs right into a another a whole group of them, um, and someone is about to kill her when the main guy who will who will be named Helios set, stops him and says, "There's still some pleasure to be had here."
1: Nah, you
0: gross, David. <laughs> Stop yeah. it.
1: They try to make it seem like he's like kind of cool later, but like this is like. This is like trafficking. Like, yeah, cool.
0: it's 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 got some real implied like if you don't do what I want, uh, which yeah. is a lot of sex stuff. And I know I that will. this is just
1: you know average brigand behavior, but that doesn't mean we have to accept it. Okay? Exactly.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, exactly. Um, we go. We book- should expect better from our brigands. We should. We really should. You know what I'm saying? No. No more racist brigands. <laughs> yeah. That, draw the line. <laughs> Diversity win. All of the brigands yeah. that are conquering your land are black. Um. <laughs> Camelot. They respect
1: your pronouns as they uh, <laughs> gut you and steal your worth. Uh
0: have you seen that extremely viral video uh going around um that say uh that's, that's just, it's some dude saying like, you don't uh you don't respect trans people, trans women because you don't think they're women. I don't respect trans women because I don't like women. I don't respect women at all. <laughs> And it was something like trans-inclusionary radical feminism or something. Like, it was, I mean, like, or trans-inclusionary. It was it's yeah, just, right, right, yeah, right, right, very right. funny. I mean, it's obviously a joke admit, and a jest or right, whatever, right, right, but right. just, yeah. Anyway, uh, we go to Camelot, <laughs> where Merlin is haranguing Arthur about something or other, And Arthur is... That's
1: the word for it. He is haranguing this man.
0: Arthur just finally breaks and is like, can you please shut up? Um... Arthur goes into the throne room and addresses the court and all of his knights about the lands of Nemeth. Um, they have, so apparently this was a disputed territory. Uh, the Pendragons thought they owned it. The Mythians, I guess, I don't know their last name, the Nemeth, Nemethians or whatever, thought right. they owned it. Uh, and they have worked out a treaty, uh, and part of that treaty is Arthur getting, da, da da da
1: married. Yeah, he's getting hitched. Once again, he's got a fiancé. This guy's had more fiancés than I've had meals today. I had two meals today. Okay, good to know (laughs) I was about to say.
0: (laughs) Uh, I've had one meal today, so he's had a lot more fiancés than I've had (laughs) meals today.
1: Uh... Uh, Yeah, but this is pretty big news, and um, Merlin is really shocked, and... Later on, he's telling Gaius, like, dude, he can't do this. This is too too soon. Oh, no, he's not even telling Gaius this. He's just telling Arthur this. Bro, it's too soon. Um, And every time you think that Merlin's kind of just being, like, a fun little pestery guy, Arthur gets, like, real serious. And this is how you know that Arthur is in pain because he's not playing around. And every time that he tells Merlin, like, so Merlin doesn't say Guinevere. But he's very much talking about, like, hey, don't you, like, kind of still love somebody else? Arthur, like, loses his shit. He's like, we're not talking about her. The next time that you bring any of this shit up to me, you will be exiled. And it's crazy that he's called it this shit. Like, that's not something he typically says.
0: (laughs) The one shit in a PG-13 show. They finally did it. Um... He also tells Merlin, like, because Merlin asked, uh, why didn't I know about this? Which I think is hilarious. And Arthur is just yeah. like, that's what confidential means, you fucking idiot. Like, what are you talking about? Why did you know about this? Realistically,
1: <laughs> I think Merlin didn't know about it because Arthur was unsure of it. Yep. Uh, like he didn't want to, you know, you can't, you can't tell your homies if you know that they're going to judge you. If you already know that they're what they're going to say, then you can't tell them.
0: We go to a different room. Um, this is the, like, Hall of Records room, I guess, or the not, not quite a library, but, like, you know, where you would keep your passport and your birth certificate. Mm-hmm. Um, and we, we meet Owen, um, who was, looks like just a like a normal page, I guess, um, who is locking up all of these important documents. And when he leaves, he's stopped by Agravain. Um, and Agravain has obviously uh, tried to push owen into committing some sort of crimes uh and owen is like hey this was way too difficult i can't betray arthur's trust and Agravane's like do you think you can betray mine motherfucker and then knocks him out and drags him off of the premise premises yikes
1: yikes, dude. Yeah. yikes. um poor kid never saw it coming
0: Yeah. So, shout out to owen for
1: having one good scene yeah. not even credited like- Aggravain <laughs> does not stop scheming no i would just i just need i he doesn't stop. He doesn't stop. And it's because he's down bad for Morgana. Um, because the next scene is him going right to her and being like, "Um, by the way, I'm- I didn't get... What I told you, I would get. I'm sorry,
0: Mama. I'm sorry, I didn't. I didn't mama. Get, I'm
1: sorry, Mama. He's knocking on the door, Mama. She's as soon as like, she hears that, she's like, "No, no
0: absolutely not." No. Why? Why does every person I press she, I, I, wants to be in my service? Sucks so incredibly bad.
1: She's like, I should have stuck with Gwen. She never called me Mama. She was pretty normal, all things
0: considered. <laughs> she even like just pretended to be my girl there for a while when I took over Camelot. That was pretty dope of her.
2: I'm on people. <laughs>
0: uh, Aggravate says he wasn't able to get the plans for the siege tunnels underneath camelot because they are yeah. extremely well protected uh and morgana you can tell is very very frustrated with his poor performance he's going to mention it just about every time he pops up in front of her uh and she's like you you i don't know what you need to do but you got to go get him and he's like what if i risk getting caught she's like then you better risk being caught like this is yeah. this is too important um and then we jump over to gwen who has been uh, cleaned and been given some some clean clothing? Yeah. Uh, Heli- she's now
1: dressed like Princess Jasmine from
0: <laughs> Aladdin. The, very much so. <laughs> uh, he a total Hel- wardrobe makeover. Helios comes in, introduces himself, and uh, Gwen says, "Thank you for saving quote unquote her life." Uh, yeah. And he wants to know all about who she is, and she's insisting that, like, "Oh, hey, I'm nobody." And she's like, and he's like, "Hey, you may be nobody, but you can still come to dinner with me, so we can bone yeah. down." And he she says, "What? No,
1: no, just dinner, just dinner, just dinner." I'm sorry, yeah, I'm sorry. Just dinner. Got
0: a little ahead of myself.
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, she's just... She's kind of rolling with it here. I never know what to... Ex- or I didn't, with throughout this episode, ever know what to expect from Gwen. Um, she's a survivalist, man. She's doing what she has to do.
0: I mean, she doesn't really know the situation that she's in. She obviously... I think Helios has given off some bad vibes uh, that are pretty pretty apparent. But she doesn't, you know, know this person, so she's like, "Look, he gave me a bath and some clean clothes. Like, this is mm-hmm. maybe better than pig shit, uh, but it's also maybe. not gonna like. She, she's not sacrificing her principles yet because it's well, a little bit later. She's gonna um, talk some shit to him. So
1: yeah, but he's also talking about how like he wants her to like join their group, and it seems like they're that's kind of like what they're doing here is recruiting a little bit. I mean, he's got other you know shit that he's up to with her um but it does seem like that's like they're not quite ready to to lay siege to uh camelot yet like they need to bolster their numbers get more supplies and apparently that just means you know top of the list for him is first i gotta get a girlfriend second we gotta get more weapons third uh, more people to hold the weapons
0: okay so it's we're basically dealing with leon <laughs> leon candidate from resident evil first yes. i gotta yes. get a gf yes. then, first, I, then i get, I get the GF. weapons then
1: i save the president's daughter okay did
0: i save the president's daughter um we go back over to camelot uh, where the princess Mythian and her delegation from nemeth has arrived nemeth has arrived uh Arthur welcomes them, and as the princess rides forward and removes her veil, he's like kind of struck by her beauty, and she is very, very mm-hmm. beautiful. I went, I was, I would have sworn to you as I was watching this that I knew this 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 actor from somewhere else, and I just could not find anything mm. on IMDb to be. Um, She's got a
1: British face, you know. <laughs>
0: uh, Arthur is just like whoa this chick is just yeah. too hot and even merlin who like does not approve of this relationship is like wow she is she, i'm gonna have to flirt with her a little bit later oh <laughs> like that's just, i will uh, be
1: flirting with her <laughs> <That's> just, <laughs> um, i was really i was just like i could take my eyes off of arthur and that damn crown i'm sure we've seen him in it before but not for an extended period of time and i feel like he was really rocking the crown a lot in this episode and i was just kind of soaking it in because it's you know Unless you've got like really long hair, I feel like you can you can. No, it's hard to look super cool in a crown. Oh, maybe you know, maybe you just have to have a good looking head. And this man certainly does. He does. But I'm just saying, I had to take some time to really soak in the crown on his head because it's just a, it's just a statement. That's all I'm saying. Uh,
0: there's a there's a lot of flirting between Arthur and Mythian, uh, and eventually he's able to recover himself enough to announce a great feast to welcome all the new friends. Um, And then we switch over to, uh, why did I not? break this sorry <laughs> then i just started talking about gwen in my notes and i was very yeah. confused
1: gwen yeah, is also helios yeah. is just is just grilling gwen about mm-hmm. whether or not she'll be his girlfriend um how did you end up where you were you know what's your family where'd you come from i mean basically all the stuff that you asked her before um but she's like hey it's a pretty fucking long story my guy uh and i guess she starts to tell that story we don't get to hear it because shit's a lie whatever she tells him isn't true um we cut over quickly to Agravain in the middle of the night Planting the dead body of that page boy, um, poor Owen, planting like, where, a note on him, dude. Owen, is where, that even his name? I believe you that it is, but I didn't write down his name ever. Um, well, where has he been storing
0: Owen this entire time for geez, his Christopher I, I, I thought it was been like
1: he dragged it away that night. <laughs> yeah, but the timeline is all shaken up, so it seems like he just put him in his wardrobe for like two
2: days. <laughs>
0: But he leaves him outside the, the city walls and puts this note in his pocket. Uh, meanwhile Gwyn is telling Helios about her like fake history about, you know, finally finding work to mucking out pig stalls. Um, and this is when a guard interrupts them telling that telling Helios that Morgana is here to visit which of course and He's
1: like dude this just phase 1 of the plan why are you interrupting me
0: Uh of course <laughs> yeah t- haven't
1: she been attending my pickup artist lessons like <laughs> no sir I he's am like, a- actually sir this this <laughs> is uh this is this is in regards to phase 1 of the plan <laughs> Morgana's here her, her other girlfriend candidate <laughs> He's like oh shit well, you
0: got to go You got to get out of here I got two GFs on the lot I can't handle this <laughs> This, this uh, is actually tur-
1: he does it he's like oh stay be cool and she's like no 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 I gotta go take a big dump. I'll, I'll get out of here. Where? Uh,
0: yeah, she she like makes up some stuff and is like, I have to jet. Um, and she as she's leaving. She puts like she covers her face with a sh- with her shawl, uh, which is good because she passes Morgana in the hallway on the way out. Um, yeah. Helios uh, is the one that Morgana is getting the siege tunnel plans for, and he's very mm-hmm. disappointed that she doesn't have him yet.
1: She's yet again, gre- yet again, recruited like an army. I yes. mean, it's a ragtag like underground brigand army, but she's just armies love serving Morgana. <laughs> well, there's um,
0: there's something I like about this uh, that she keeps doing this, and I feel like it's and it's I don't know if this is specifically text or if this is just convenient like narrative devices, but uh, this is a lot like what Morgos showed her to do. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Like, this is this was always Morgosa's plans. And I, th- I feel like Morgana is just, like, kind of replicating this uh, a little bit, just to a little bit less effectual <laughs> time, unfortunately. Right, right. Um, <laughs>
1: because, I mean, I, I just feel like there's always this, like, almost element of, like, a seductress coming in, and, like, I'm going to take advantage of this king and then use his from, but, like, she's, like, I feel like she's just kind of, like, unwilling to go there. She's like, no, 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 no. <laughs> Get your hands off me.
0: <laughs> it's actually funny because he says, uh, you know, they, she, they flirt they, they do flirt. they do flirt and he invites her to stay after her mm. long ride and she says well i don't want you to get distracted and i'm like whoa yeah. oh, oh shit this is a very flirtatious episode um meanwhile leon has found the body of poor owen outside the wall and brought agravain to look at the body um, who immediately says like they should go get gaius uh, so we switch over to the lab where Merlin is sulking, sulking, sulking. He's very unhappy about Arthur's fate and how much he should. Um, interfe- He's
1: in his sulk era for sure. Yeah, he, he
0: he wants to know how much he should interfere with this because if his if he is destined if Arthur is destined to be with Gwen, like, and Merlin is destined to save Arthur and to protect Arthur to get him to be the once a future king, like. Merlin is like, so do I, do I Like, go get Gwen? Like, do I go tell on him? Yeah. Like, what do I do? Yeah, what am I supposed to do here? And Gaius is um, like, I do not care. Eat your porridge. <laughs> yeah.
1: He's like, maybe it doesn't have anything to fucking do with you, Merlin You ever consider that? Have you ever stopped being so self centered and just let them do their shit? Very funny to me.
0: Uh, we, from there, Leon shows up. Uh, they grab Gaius. They go to the body. Uh, Gaius immediately thinks something is sus- sus- suspect about this whole death. Yeah. Uh, doesn't look like he actually fell. Uh, and then he finds the note. And of course, Agravain grabs it and then heads straight to Arthur. Uh, and this note implies that Owen was grabbing documents for Odin's court. Uh, mm-hmm. And he wants to frame Owen for treason. Um, and on top of that, he's like, we need to go check out the vaults um, that, you know, to make sure that your passport is there. Cause it's so really hard to get a passport.
1: Agravain's plan <laughs> was to pretend that somebody was stealing documents so that he could go in and steal the documents. And then return them, right? Because at first, I'm just thinking, he, all he's doing, he just drew attention to the fact that the documents were stolen, when he could have just waltzed right in and probably taken them. But then, of course, he does the whole copy-paste thing. Um, so I was just, I don't know. I just feel like he, he definitely sort of drew an arrow that pointed directly at these documents
0: It's um, <laughs> and then stole them. It's a little weird. It's a little complicated. Um, but,
1: but I get it. He just, he got himself in the room. He got himself in the room.
0: Yeah, he, he eventually does get the documents though, which I guess mm-hmm. okay. That's that's all we need to need.
1: Little stinker, dude. He but he does it the little stinker way. I'm just saying. He
0: does his, it is a little bit of a stinker way. Uh, we cut immediately to him handing Morgana these plans. Who casts yeah, a spell? She,
1: she busts out a fucking photocopier.
0: She she uses the ancient magic of. <laughs>
1: I was, Copy I, was, paste. I was gonna She's say like, if you put your ass on this thing i will kill you
0: yeah yeah don't i was gonna say the magic of xerox but i, I yeah. then my brain said kodak and i got real confused my brain just short circuited <laughs> so it's weird recording on a sunday afternoon we don't do yeah. it very often my brain this is isn't not our in, usual vibe yeah. yeah this is very strange um she 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 makes a duplicate of this thing and then just insults aggravate a lot during the whole process which is very funny to me
1: yeah. um he had it comment, dude
0: we go back to uh, Camelot where we're, we're, everyone's having fun at the feast. Uh, Merlin is serving everybody food, another one of his new jobs now that Gwen is not there, I guess.
1: He does every, dude, he does a lot of jobs. He does a and lot just of jobs. It feels like Camelot being this prosperous kingdom should have like a full staff. You would think. That's all I'm saying. Well, they do,
0: and it's Merlin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, Merlin is constantly trying to interject himself between Mithian and Arthur's conversation. And when Arthur finally tells him to butt out, uh, he uses his magic to uh, knock Arthur's spoon out of his hand, of course, spilling um, the, the whatever food or soup he has on his shirt. And uh, of course, he's embarrassed. Uh, and Merlin thinks that he he's won something here, but he didn't because Mithian is like, oh, NBD, it does a little flirtatious, Oh, let me clean up your chest so she can feel those, those hard pecs. She just those, wants to those get those sweet pecs, pecs underneath
1: that chainmail mm. that you wore to dinner. Why did you wear chainmail to dinner, bro? Wear, I know you got some nice doublets, or whatever. <laughs> can, I, can I get a doublet in this house? <laughs> can we get like one dub at the table? Can That's I get, get one doublet? Chainmail.
0: Why do you wear chainmail? You're clinking chain
1: and clanging every time you raise your arm. <laughs> Down
0: you, tr- you tried to toast the table, and several you of your guards the, started was no I told alarm. you,
1: just you can keep the wallet chain, but just switch it out to a dub, all right? Come on, man
0: agravain shows up uh reports that nothing is missing from the vault and arthur is like hey this is a celebration i've heard you can really do a good jig and agravain is like uh no, no. <laughs> i'm not gonna go mm-hmm. do a jig i'm sorry uh, no. and they say the <laughs> we, word, jig. i was expecting a bit
1: i thought we were gonna get this whole thing where agravain had to do the jig <laughs> me too. and then uh, it didn't happen it did it didn't not happen, happen. Unfortunately, and, i mean i guess it's kind of funnier this way that he's just like oh fuck off now
0: <laughs> um that night Or after the feast, uh, Arthur is walking Mithy into her chambers, um, and he tells her that a celebration is coming up, and that um, since the celebration calls for a traditional hunt, that Merlin is going to take her on a tour of the city. And she's like, uh, no, I'm going to hunt. I I love to hunt. Merlin
1: Um, has tricked me to this point, the TV show Merlin, um, has tricked me to the point where I just assumed that because she was being so chill... I was like, this is some sort of a shape shifting thing. Yeah, this is this is. Reflects back to you whatever you want to hear. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's just chill as hell. She is
0: just the coolest person in the show so <laughs> far. Like, she's She's just even chill. nice to Merlin. <laughs> and Merlin doesn't like her at all. It's hilarious. Uh, uh, she wants to go hunting with him. He kisses her hand and holds it for way too long. She's He is just absolutely love struck. Um, mm-hmm. And as she turns to leave, she, he's like clumsily asked her to breakfast, uh, to go to a picnic somewhere, somewhere nice. He just can barely get these words out
1: it's weird because like then we find out like of course he doesn't actually have feelings for her so it it makes it even I guess he's just because his heart's not into it it makes him even goofier because of course he's like you know he's attracted to her he thinks she's she's swell but it's not it's not real for him so he's kind of pretending at it and that just makes it way weirder i
0: think this is just this is just rebound behavior man this is your, this, your, oh, oh yeah okay for sure th- yeah this is just getting over your ex man this is like finding yeah, yeah, somebody yeah, yeah. new and like projecting all of your weird shit onto them so that you like end up falling in love with a person that they are not or like falling into lust or or into whatever infatuation yeah. with them and then realizing at the end like uh-oh i have i've have ruined both my good time and theirs <laughs> this was a bad thing for everybody i definitely put my
1: weird shit on them again
0: <laughs> um Meanwhile, Morgana is bringing the plans to Helios uh, and is telling him that it came from Agravain. Uh, Gwen happens to be in the area when all this is happened, happening and overhears this. And as she's trying to leave, she makes a small noise and they begin to search for whoever was uh, spying on them. They immediately go to Gwen's chambers where Morgana recognizes this dress and is like, oh, uh, you're, <laughs> Morgana tells Helios, your appetites have betrayed you, <laughs> which is uh, funny, I think. All That's right. pretty good. All right. Yay. Um, okay. And this, this starts a chain of events that leads to one of the weirder things that have ever happened in Merlin, the TV show. Uh, <laughs> and I've just, I've forgotten about this episode a lot. Uh, Cause again, when I first watched this, I was binging these like six episodes a day during the pandemic. So I was, I was a little, you just, you don't retain a lot when you do that. Right. Um, right, right. But man, so Quinn <laughs> flees through the forest. Hiding from the brigands, doing some dope like let's go let's let's go underwater so that they go past me kind of stuff. I'm, I'm really yeah. really proud of Gwen for doing the, all, a lot of this.
1: Yeah, she's all in. She's um she's using the ninja techniques that we didn't even know that Gwen knew about. I still feel like Gwen has some mystery in her past where she's pulling out these techniques.
0: Yeah, was she really the blacksmith's daughter? We don't know.
1: Yeah, or was she the ninja's daughter? We don't know. We, don't know. we Never will. Um, um, but yeah, she 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 eludes them. Um, for now, um in the morning it's picnic time right um Merlin's forced to get out there and 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 picnic it up, and Arthur keeps changing the spot that he wants to be on. And this is actually where I start to get real suspicious because Mithian is nice to Merlin here. Where like <laughs> Ar- she's like, "All right, Arthur Stark, stop giving him a hard time." And like she picks up some of the supplies to help Merlin move it. Um, and it's like it's all it's all too it's all too good. And and then Merlin continues to try and sabotage their date. So as they're picnicking and having a nice time. Merlin, for some reason, decides he's going to use his magic to make Arthur burp <laughs> very loudly. Classic um, Merlin. And and to spare the man his embarrassment, she decides to burp, too. She just lets one rip, dude. And it's not because she's like, oh, I'm, I'm like, I'm just like one of the dudes. No, but she's literally, she's just sparing him the embarrassment. And that's considerate. That's sweet. <laughs> um, and Merlin is like, what?
0: Yeah, there's a yeah. there's a screenshot. Do you? I, I don't. You probably stay out of the spoiler channel, huh?
1: Absolutely, because I saw the ending to Merlin in there.
0: <laughs> yeah, it's a bad place for people who haven't seen the ending to Merlin. Um, I put an <laughs> image like in there three weeks after
1: we started this podcast.
0: <laughs> Let me see if I can text you. I don't know if this is gonna work. Oh, My texting thing on my computer is not working. Anyway, this, there's a shot at here where uh, you see. Arthur and Mithian, like, uh, drinking from a a cup or something to the side. And Merlin's behind a tree, just, like, glaring back at the two of them. Absolutely (laughs) hysterical. I I just, I love the image so much. It's it's, it's super funny. It really sums
1: up a lot about Merlin. (laughs)
0: Um do, 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 where are we at now? We cut over
1: to Gwen from here. We watch this like lighthearted little picnic, and then it's Gwen huddling alone in the woods by a tiny fire. She's cold, she's alone, she's soaking wet from her ninja techniques in the river earlier. She's having a bad fucking time.
0: Uh we do a brief check-in too with Morgana and Helios where she where oh, H- yeah. Helios is like, Hey, like she, it's just a woman. Like we can just leave her, and, and Morgana's like, absolutely not. She's headed to Cameron <clears throat> and Arthur. Um, and then we switch to Camelot, uh, where Merlin is telling Gaius that he should just resign from uh, Arthur's service uh, for all of the help he's doing. Mer- you know, he's Arthur's not listening to him. He makes fun of him all the time. And then, of course, Gaius is just absolutely ignoring them. Instead, he is uh, you know, looking at this letter from Owen and kind of p- trying to p- put some pieces together, I think. And Merlin is bitching about having to go hunting because uh, he does not like to go hunting. And really... The way that they, they hunt back then, it really is kind of shitty hunting, to be honest with you. <laughs> it kind of sucks for all of the animals that they're chasing
1: down. Uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, big uh, big problem for everybody. Um, yeah, so Gaius is just, like, in, does Gaius' investigation ever lead anywhere in this episode?
0: He, eventually he he realizes this letter is a fake, I think. Um, okay. but, uh, but I don't think that it actually, like, goes anywhere. Because everything, everything else has is, is been very distracted. Uh, everybody yeah. else is distracted from it, so um before the hunt mythian uh gets merlin in a hallway uh and says like hey are you are you not a fan of hunting or or is it me and merlin tries to apologize but she's like hey i, I know Look, I, you know, I'm pretty smart about this kind of stuff. Like Arthur obviously values your opinions, even if he wouldn't
1: admit to that. I he, re- says he values your opinion more than anyone else's, even if he wouldn't admit it. And that again, I'm like, this. She's manipulating. <laughs> she knows what he wants to hear. She's just say no. She's just incredibly considerate, incredibly insightful, just an all around great
0: person. <laughs> she she says she really likes Arthur and calls him a lovable person, and then asks like, hey Merlin, just just please give me a chance. And, and Merlin's like, oh, God damn it, why does God she got to be nice? It. This why would be so w-
1: fucking cool wait, about everything. Wait, be easier if you sucked. Yeah. Um, like, can you just be like my girlfriend instead? I know I probably shouldn't be marrying a princess, but that would definitely uh, <laughs> would, get rid of some of these issues.
0: That would, it would, it would solve a lot of my personal problems, if I'm being honest with you. The first of which is that I do not have a GF, and I would like to have yeah. a GF. Uh, Morgana is riding through the forest and sees the smoke from Gwen's fire that she made. Uh, meanwhile, Gwen wakes up to the the sound of horses and quickly runs away. Morgana is chasing her down on her horse, um, and obviously is just as good as Arthur at this tracking stuff. Like she's she's spying broken branches and and leaves and stuff to. to um, she's
1: holding L two for yeah for Holding L two for hundred vision
0: tracking tracking the prey. Everyone is going very very fast. Eventually, Morgana. Catches up to her and blasts her with magic, uh, knocking Gwen out completely.
1: Yeah, they have like a little conversation, like, "Hey, Gwen, what's up? Yeah, what's up, bitch? She's
0: very, she's, she's very like, taunting." Whoa,
1: Morgana, what? <laughs> and then, as soon as Gwen tries to turn away, she just blasts her with magic. Um, then we go to
0: Arthur's traditional hunt, uh, where Arthur, where excuse me, Merlin, and I guess all of their squires are uh, moving on foot around the horses and yelling and beating at the floor of the woods to you know try to you know rush game out so they can they can rush out and then the uh, the actual hunters can kill it with their bows or crossbows. Seems very unfair. Um,
1: it seems very unfair. Morgana
0: uh is looking at the at Gwen's unconscious body and tears her necklace away, takes the ring from, from Morgana. Uh from Gwen, excuse me. Um, and this is where she hears the approaching hunting party and has the brilliant idea. Um, dude. Just the most amazing idea. And this so, is
1: this straight up mischievous? Dude, nefarious. she's. Nefarious? She it's, loves this. It's,
0: this is just. I mean, like, you got to hold on for a deer shape-shifting spell for a while before you can make yeah. make it. She's just. She's had that one in the
1: chamber. She didn't know if she would ever get the chance she's to been fire right. this puppy. Um, yeah, she 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 turns. <laughs> quinnifer into a deer this is just like such an old like fairy tale style like Mm -hmm. fuck you and i love it it's it just fits her so well like when you read old stories they're always doing mischievous shit like this instead of just being like yeah i cut her head off it's i turned her into a fucking frog and then made her boyfriend eat her it's never just fucking regular killing so this was dude she's twisted this morgana chick is twisted
0: she's twisted off dude she uh and also we should note that like nobody in the show and um so somebody pointed out that even the fandom just has slept on the phrase gwynedear for the, what, what she is wow uh, gwynedear yeah
1: dude that's what they should have named this episode
0: i agree better than a hunter's heart which doesn't make a lot of sense to me um yeah, i guess <laughs> So, uh Merlin, you know, kinda wants to quit this whole hunting thing, uh, but that's when Leon spots a small deer and the whole hunting party goes after it. Uh Well, which-
1: I did hadn't put two and two together yet, obviously. I okay. didn't know that she got turned into a fucking deer, but I'm just like, man, they're like they're going after Bambi. Yeah, like, I don't know what what is a baby deer called a fowl or something. It doesn't matter. It's it's a fawn. It, 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 it doesn't matter. I know I can be a fucking two hundred Pokemon, but not a real animal. Um, wait, wait, hold on.
0: <laughs> Let me get a piece of paper. <laughs> all right, <laughs> let's let's make a list. Okay. Well, um, all right, Bulbasaur,
1: Ivysaur, Venusaur. Let's do this. Charmander, Charmeleon, Charizard. Um, in order. Uh, no, but um, I I just was like this. Is good. Like you got like ninety guys out here. Y'all are like like swatted up on on Bambi. On a little, like a, just a little guy out here. This that's weird. You that's should. All, uh, that's all I'm saying.
0: You should look up videos of the traditional like fox hunts that they used to do in the UK before they banned them because uh it was it was looked it looked, like a lot. looked a I've lot. I've seen like it on this. Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah, it's pretty similar stuff. <laughs> that's a lot. Well, I mean, like a lot. Game of Thrones did turn into England, as we all know. I mean, they all have English that's, accents. So. Well, yes. <laughs> yeah, Um Merlin. Uh, gets separated from the main group uh, and sees this deer, and because he has these magical abilities, he can see... He's like, he
1: has, like, vicious eye contact with this thing.
0: He locks and eyes he, with this deer and can see... He's like, am I, like,
1: feeling this deer right now?
0: Like, what's happening? <laughs> I feel like I've flirted with this deer before. Is that like, right? I feel like, like, and then
1: and then he sees the glimpse of Gwen, and he's like, okay, thank God, I think that's Gwen turned into a deer. I was feeling really strange.
0: And as the deer runs past, like, a puddle in the ground, the reflection confirms, like, oh, that's... Yeah. that's uh, this. Gwen. I mean,
1: honestly, I've just... I I know I just said all this, but it was such a it's such a a nasty trick that I am like I'm hooting and hollering over here. It it puts her in such peril, and I know she'll be saved because Merlin has noticed. But it's just I I I just loved this for some reason.
0: Absolutely, this is great. I I think it's I think it's weird and good and like the idea of trying to get like Arthur to kill like because what would have happened like if Arthur like had actually killed the deer right like he would yeah. have uh, she would have turned back into gwen and he would have been right. fucking mortified it would have you want to talk about a dark period like this would be right. sad boy hours for life
1: that's some like greek myth shit they're yeah. always just Absolutely. doing stuff you know um, all these people who wrote stories like you know 600 plus years ago they were fucked
0: <laughs> <laughs> they were not happy with their lives they had some crazy
1: things going on in their heads <laughs>
0: um eventually arthur does spy the deer uh aims his crossbow uh and he he locks eyes with the deer and you can almost think that like something like arthur senses something uh, but he fires anyway and uh merlin uses his magic to make the bolt go wide so he misses uh mythian doesn't see this magic stuff just see just you know kind of teases arthur like i thought you were a good shot and then she breaks out her crossbow and uh yeah. hits uh the deer in the leg it looks like um, and she
1: wasn't even using auto aim she's like she knows what's up
0: yeah she knows what's up this was free aim only
1: um yeah she's leaning off the side side of the saddle one handed with the crossbow you can't even do that shit and she did it
0: as they're uh, as they're searching for the body arthur finds his ring uh, and knowing yeah. that he gave this to Guinevere, he is completely shaken and kind of just withdraws into himself immediately. Mithian like, comes over and he's not even responding to her. He's just totally shaken and decides to go home. And Mithian is looking around like, what in the fuck just happened? Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought yeah. this was all going extremely well. Um, and that night, Merlin, of course, goes into the woods, um, hollering for Guinevere. Uh, okay. and he ev- he eventually finds her uh in her original form, but this time with the crossbow in her leg. Uh and Merlin g- casts a spell to kind of soothe her and presumably heal her. Uh and, yeah. th- and he, then he can do he can heal light wounds. And he uh yeah, for real. He hasn't he hasn't leveled that skill up enough yet. Yeah. Gotta put more points into it. Um,
1: yeah, if that was in like the chest, forget about it. Yeah. But it was just a leg wound. He can he can handle that.
0: Um either he can handle it or Gwen can handle it. Either one. <laughs> we don't we don't know yeah, which she, one. Is oh the yeah, key. she can take it. Um Merlin wastes with her all night and uh, she's overjoyed to see him in the morning and this very touching like moment between the two of them. I feel like from the very first episode, there is a bond between Gwen and Merlin that just didn't exist with the other characters. Obviously like Mm -hmm. Merlin and Arthur are, are extremely close. Arthur and Guinevere are extremely close, but there was this like very much uh, a them against the world kind of attitude with Gwen and Merlin at the beginning of the series that, just really made me happy. And I think some of that's here. And it just made me very emotional watching her, like just throw her arms around him and start crying, um, telling him all about Morgana's plan and that Agravain was involved.
1: There's something, it just, uh, yeah, they just, they have like best friend vibes and, and people love to like throw those like terms on their favorite fictional characters, but there is something about them. There's just that, that they click in such a way. And I think it was like, they both had the same lot in life in a way. Um, and, and yeah, they just, it's, it's always nice to see. And I'm glad that like Merlin is the one coming to her rescue here. And it isn't always Arthur. Um, it's just, this is something nice about it.
0: It really is. Um, they, they start to hear horses and Merlin notices, and Mer, Merlin goes to look and finds that it's the Knights of Camelot um, and wants to go take Gwen to them to meet them. And Gwen refuses. Uh, she tells Merlin to go to Arthur uh, and he's tries to convince her and she's like, no, I have what I deserve and i at this point i would either kill or die for guinevere <laughs> i don't know which what it is but i would kill or die yeah. for
1: she's um she's she's uh, frankly too pure um but she thinks that she, this is what she deserves and um she can't ever see arthur again and that's that's just the bricks but she's you know she still risked it all to try and get them this news and save them and i guess <laughs> merle's just like okay well I'll See you later. Just leave you here in the woods.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you want to take my horse? Uh, yeah. Which I definitely didn't bring with me. Uh, he uh, immediately rushes to Arthur, goes into Arthur's room, and Arthur is obviously in a very upset point. Um, and mm-hmm. he he's like, "Are you? I told you I didn't want to be disturbed." And and Merlin's like, "Yeah, but I, I don't I don't care. I had this is too important." He's like, "You would defy your king?" And, and Merlin is just saying it. Just says, "Yes, I do." When it's this important, um, and we don't see the conversation where he tells. Arthur would happen, but we, we jump to them walking in the hallways uh, where they're they're going to the vaults and he has summoned Agravain to meet them there. And Arthur just does not believe that Agravain would betray him. Um, and when they go into the vaults, sure enough, they open the thing and he is just right there. Um, Agravain arrives at this time um, just in time to see Arthur kind of be really bad at Merlin, right? Because yeah. um, he's obviously was already upset to begin with. So he dismisses Merlin and goes to his room and just like, sits down and sulks with that ring for a while
1: yeah uh i think he also is like very seriously again or he sounds very serious about threatening merlin with with exile again he's just so angry that i believe him when he says it that's like i don't know if he actually means like he would exile merlin for for bringing things up whatever but uh yeah arthur's fucking pissed yeah and um yeah then we get to see him um brooding over the. Is this where he's sitting on the edge of the bed with like lighting coming in from outside and like it's the middle of the night but he's still wearing his armor because he's just all like he's just all messed up in his head um yeah and then merlin comes in and like he's not like goofing around anymore merlin's kind of lost some of his steam and he just is like do you need anything and that's when arthur like finally spills his guts it's true what uh, mythian said he he values merlin's opinion more than anybody else's mm-hmm. um and so he just lays it all out and he says how can i love someone who's betrayed me as he's sitting there holding the ring you know it doesn't make any sense yet how can i make myself love another um and merlin's like okay yeah uh, i'm going to go and then Arthur just keeps talking because Merlin at this point he's like I'm not bothering to have this conversation with you anymore after everything you keep saying yeah Um, but then he starts saying I don't know what to do I have no idea what to do what should I do Merlin and that's a huge thing that he is asking Merlin about this because this whole time for the last several episodes this has been destroying Arthur and every single other person is like we have moved on we are not talking about this and that's what Arthur is saying as well and Merlin, as we have seen, has pestered him nonstop about it because he knows that hey, you're not being real to yourself and and this isn't right. everything that's happened isn't right. You get married to somebody doesn't matter how great they are. this isn't right. this this is just wrong. And Arthur finally caving to that and then mm-hmm. understanding that Merlin's been the one person there who's like actually listening to him or actually looking out for him.
0: And I love Merlin's response here, because as you mentioned, he started out like kind of not saying anything because either because he wisely knew that Arthur would just keep talking um, or or he was, you know, hey, I'm I'm not going to give you advice that you're not going to listen to and yell at me because I did it like I'm not that we're not going to do that anymore. Um, But eventually he just says, you know, you got to do what your heart desires. Um and Arthur's like I don't what if I don't know where that is and he's like I, I think you absolutely do, and Arthur then just dismisses him. Um and he we, says
1: all I know is that no one would sacrifice more for you or Camelot than Gwen. Now I'm gonna go. See you later. <laughs>
0: with that in, with that in thought in your head. Uh and then we skip to the next morning.
1: Dude he says thank you Merlin. He does. That's say, huge. You,
0: That's huge. Um we skip to the next morning and it's obviously. Arthur saying goodbye to Mythian um, and she seems very angry and confused at him Arthur immediately asks her for her forgiveness and she doesn't really seem like she's interested in talking to Arthur at all uh when he kind of offers up a little little peace prize and says yeah. you know all the, of the
1: entire thing was that they had been disputing these lands and he's like okay we're not getting married so that's not going to resolve the, the the dispute but I'm just giving them to you now
0: and she says, "If I refuse, what 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 are you going to do?" And he's like, "This is literally all I can offer. Like, I've, I've here's a document that says it. Like, I've had it drawn up." And then she says, "Like, who is it? I wonder that can trump a princess." And he says, "No one and everyone." Uh, and Mythian again is just astonished that Arthur would risk his kingdom and his kingship for this daughter of a of a blacksmith, to some random person. And and he's he, he having like the confidence to say it now. I think he says, "Without her." they are nothing for me. Uh, And
1: everything's worth nothing without, without Glenn.
0: uh, And then she, this, this kind of breaks through her icy exterior a little bit. And she kind of just looks at him and says, you know, I would give up my own kingdom to be so loved, which Mm. is a great line. Uh, Then they have a, they say goodbyes and the delegation leaves. Uh, and we are in the episode as we mostly do with Merlin and Arthur in Arthur's room, which doesn't mean anything, right? That definitely doesn't mean anything.
1: Uh <laughs> he's, dude. He's literally like getting ready, to, like tuck Arthur into bed. I know. <laughs> um, and and Arthur's like, have I been a fool? Like, what did what I just do was that extremely foolish? Um, to to throw away everything or this opportunity for Gwen, who I might not ever see again. And obviously Merlin is like, no, that you're, that was not foolish. I know that you two will find each other again. You did the right thing. You're Arthur. You're the once and future king. Um, and yeah, you, you two will find each other again. And it's this like, like incredibly like solid like cool moment from Merlin. And even Arthur's like, I like. I don't know if you're if you're a fool or, or the wisest person I know and Merlin doesn't say anything. He kind of just like knowingly smiles and then gets ready to walk away and what does he fucking do? <laughs> but boot over a bucket.
0: I mean, it, it's a bucket, but if there's a bucket on the floor in the medieval times, we know what the bucket's for, right? That's a little bit more than oh, a bucket. Oh yeah, that's yes, 100%. Full yeah. of piss. He's shitting in that bucket. He's it's full of piss. Like that he just yeah. he just kicked piss all over the king's room, like everywhere. Everywhere. Oh, Merlin never changed. Never stopped up uh the preview for next week is just morgana and helios uh planning to the attack on uh arthur's and camelot uh which is helms uh,
1: deep part two helms
0: deep part one (laughs) this is before (laughs) that yes (laughs) get your timeline straight man this isn't the mcu My Um, my bad the uh this is the two-part finale of season 4 and I'm I'm very excited because uh they found their slow-mo machine. In the preview it's everything yeah. happens in Hell slow-mo. Yeah. <laughs> uh which is exciting. It makes everything more more intense. <clears throat> yeah.
1: This was a this is an awesome episode. Um I they dealt with some stuff, you know? I think we we get a a real good look at Arthur. The fact that Arthur is able to reconcile his feelings and and realize that he loves her um Despite the betrayal like it almost doesn't matter that we the audience of course know that the betrayal wasn't real Um, the fact that they on their own are able to work past or he on his own is able to work past it I think is more important than them just saying actually it was just magic I'm hoping that he still gets that clarity or gets that reveal at some point that like no she didn't actually betray you it was just magic. But the fact that he was able to work past it without that knowledge is is better, and I think it's important uh, magically wiping away the, the the thing that broke them up uh wouldn't wouldn't actually create any character development or, or relationship building so I'm glad that they, they had to fight it out the hard way yeah,
0: I feel like if it had been revealed uh. That Gwen was like under the influence of magic or something before Arthur went through this, it would have been a little bit less satisfying. Having Arthur like come to this realization on his own and be like, "No, I mean she she cheated, but I'm." she that's she's it for me like i i can't i can't they can't love anybody else like she's going to be the one um is is really special and i think it makes their relationship very special um i don't actually remember if they do anything at all with the other stuff so your guess is I guess good it doesn't matter i guess it doesn't matter um I'm, but I'm, I'm excited to find out with you <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah uh yeah I, I really like this episode i i mean uh morgana's plan's get a little bit more ridiculous every single time. Um, and yeah. it's, I just I feel like there's such a missed opportunity to make her into a better villain than she is. Like, I feel
1: like she should be spending more time nefariously transforming people into animals. Yeah. In very unlucky situations. Um, I mean, if you think, think about that, you if
0: know. you do that spell twice a day for a year, that's most of Camelot. <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. <laughs> you know what I'm yeah. saying? You just it turn is. it to the. To,
1: yeah. Then you turn it into the animal kingdom,
0: <laughs> like and it's and it's a fucking I'll, myth. Like, like
1: Arthur, like okay, yeah, Arthur, I, I, you know, I can see the throne to you, but it, she turns into a dog. Uh, the first dog king of Camelot, you know <laughs> uh, everybody loves him but there's you know the there's once, only so much you can ever get accomplished. the once
0: in future the one in future what's in future yeah. canine what's <laughs> um, in future good boy i really i really like the idea of her just being sure arthur you can have the kingdom the kingdom of ants that i have created for you <laughs> <laughs> yeah. What? (laughs) Looks around. Just, just tiny little ants carry tiny little swords. (laughs) I love you. Uh, Anyway, this is
1: the kind of shit she should be doing, dude. I I wrote it in my notes, but I forgot it earlier. There's like the second time that she shows up at at Helios' spot. Um she's outside she she gets off her horse she takes her hood off and just as she takes her hood off a crow because and I'm like yeah fuck yeah Hell she yeah. played that dude she fucking <laughs> that's her whole thing dude
0: So this is this goes back to uh that one episode of Supernatural uh where uh, Lucifer is walking through the hallway, and the yeah. the crosses turn to upside down, turn upside down like by themselves. Yep. And just yep. the question of does he just naturally cause that, or is he doing that? Because if, he, was,
1: if he naturally caused that, coolest uh, thing ever. But <laughs> if he's doing it, that fucking
0: the sucks. least coolest <laughs> thing in the world. Same thing for this crow situation, man. If, yeah. <laughs> if that just ha- if that shit just <laughs> happens to Morgana, that is uh-huh. the coolest fucking thing I've ever uh-huh. seen.
1: Uh-huh. Anyway, I'd like to think it was natural. I'd like to think it would really happen on set and they just caught it
0: (laughs) yeah absolutely uh Uh, well thank you everybody for listening uh we very much appreciate it if you want to support us patreon.com slash monster of the week is the place to do so we very much appreciate everybody who's signed up and um who continues to sign up um special shout out to all of the people who have been leaving reviews and talking to us on twitter and things like that it means a lot uh we'll be back next week with the first part of the two-part finale of merlin season four bye everybody
1: bye we Howdy! What? Whoa! What's happening, my friend? I'm now recording, so I can start talking. I'm dude. I'm chilling. I'm sorry to interrupt gamer time. Hey,
0: all time is gamer time if you know what you're doing with your life.
1: <laughs> you got damn right about that. <laughs> Let me tell you something. <laughs> hey, so we we um we we just jumped forward with the clocks, right? Yes. So. I missed out on an hour of sleep, so I'm a little extra tired today. But depression's gone. No more of that. Okay. Good. <laughs> no more problems. No okay. more baggage. No more issues. I got sunshine coming through my window right now. Uh, I'm cured. Good. It's over.
0: It's amazing what just a little bit of sunshine will do for yeah. you.
1: It does It does drastically improve my mood. Just going outside. It works. It's just like when you know, whenever, I, whenever I get home from work and it's dark, I'm like, fuck it. Fuck it. I can't do anything. There's no light coming in the windows anymore. Fuck everything. I can't do What am I supposed to? Am I supposed to make dinner? No. I'm going to to go fucking play video games. (laughs) (laughs) Eat a disgusting, greasy sub. Oh, tell me more. When the sun's out, I'm like, I could cook anything. I could do anything. I could get jacked again. Um, Or, you know, I could also just still play video games, but be happy
0: about it, you know? We've uh, we've been acquiring new outdoor cooking devices at an alarming rate. (laughs) Dude, you're uh,
1: you're about to be outdoor cooking.
0: uh, And uh, today I had to because we have a carport that fits three cars, um, and just one of the slots is taken up with like an outdoor kind of kitchen setup. I was going to say, I hope that
1: that's just there's like a huge grill out there.
0: (laughs) Yeah, there's a grill, there's a smoker, there's a fryer, there's a Blackstone now that we just got, uh, and now and then there's like like two tables out there to put shit on. Um, what about, is, uh, what about
1: installing lot. some kind of like a pizza oven? Like with the chimney oh, oh, and it. Oh, yeah. We've got the pizza oven, too. <laughs> I, don't, I forgot oh, about the pizza yeah, oven. yeah dude. Yeah. <laughs> Last weekend, last week Autumn was out
0: of town, and I was like, "Cause we've been having a lot of issues with the with the pizza oven. It's not as easy as they think as they make it out to be." Uh, sure. <laughs> so when Autumn left, she left Monday, but Sunday night she made um, a bunch of pizza dough bread, uh, pizza dough, pizza bread dough, I guess, and um, a tomato sauce enough for four pizzas. So last week, uh, I made three pizzas, and I was trying different techniques on each one, and progressively got worse every single time. Dude, that's
1: me with everything that I do. <laughs> it's so like, annoying, if I, man. If I try making eggs a new way or something, even something as simple as a fucking egg, I'll make the first one and be like, okay, not perfect, but I did all right. Listen, now I got some practice in me. And usually when I make eggs for Jess and I, I give her the good eggs, like the ones I didn't fuck up on, and I take the shitty ones for myself. Um but then I'll, I'll make one or two and be like, "Okay, those are fine. I guess I'll take those for myself." And I'll really nail the next to it. It's always way fucking worse progressively <laughs> each time I go. So I'm like, "Okay, well, I don't know what to do now."
0: I uh, I've just the last one I made was actually pretty good, and I thought I'd finally like managed my heat control because either I was like blackening the bottom or the or I was blackening the top with no in between and having like raw dough underneath. So I was trying to trying to manage that heat. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And Oh uh, yeah. So. The, th- the third one I made, um, there's a little, you know what these pizza ovens look like? Like, like they're sitting on top of a table, chimneys yeah. up, up front. Right. Um, in mm-hmm. the back is, uh, so we replaced like the wood fire thing with a propane connector, um, which is, you know, they sell. So you, then they have right. people online that are doing this. Uh, but I couldn't get the igniter to work. So I took the little panel off. Um, and this is, so I was, what I had done is like heat the fucking pizza stone way, 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 way hot. Put the pizza in, cut off the heat. So now the bottom is supposed to be crisping up and baking okay. just nice. Okay. But the top's not getting fucking charred like it had been. Um, but then I was like, okay, the bottom's just right. Let's 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 turn the heat on just a little bit. Couldn't get the igniter to work. Pulled off this panel. Got got like a, a long lighter, one of those like you know, gun lighters or whatever. Oh yeah. Uh, turn the propane in a little bit. stuck the lighter in there. Boop. Put, turned on. As I was pulling the lighter out, I hit something. Uh at the top and like a whole sheet of char from the top of the, this thing, because I guess I'd fucked it up. So hot. just floated down onto the pizza, just (laughs) covering the top. Like this, 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 is. I'm talking about like a flat black sheet of just char. So I very quickly, like I grab it, pull the pizza out just far enough so i could get it on a thing the pizza on the top is still raw by the way uh but it's cooking it because now the heat is on so i'm trying to pull this fucking sheet of black char of course it doesn't come off in one sheet
1: <laughs> it's in the fucking sauce and, now, cheese th- and now, now it's in the
0: sauce and cheese it's all melting oh. oh my god dude i was so upset i was very unhappy about it and i've told autumn i was like i'm done i'm fucking done i would have <laughs> knocked the whole thing down <laughs> it was so but fucking fuck annoying Vince. we'll never
1: have pizza again
0: it was absolutely so annoying. I'm, I'm just, I will tell you that we did uh, we did pitas on it uh, the week that weekend, the weekend before last. Mm-hmm. No, the last weekend, um, and that is just a delight. Like homemade pitas, you just toss them in there, and like thirty seconds later, they just they go perfectly. They rise, puff yeah. up perfectly, and it's just brilliant. It's, it's amazing. It's like the ones,
1: the ones they did on Bake Off that season, where they just made them go outside to a campfire. Yeah, and make pita bread. <laughs> make pita
0: bread. Absolutely. Even I could do it. <laughs> <clears throat> we watched uh we watched the new season of top chef this week uh mm. i just want to i like uh, that's that's probably the only besides bake off uh well, i guess i can say this the only american cooking competition that i watch <laughs> let me say that sure. way, <laughs> right uh and this season is the all-stars so they're taking winners from all of the different countries that have done top chefs so like top chef brazil Ooh. top chef france um and they're setting it in london and just like immediately, I'm like, holy shit, these people can cook. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> these people live this shit. Yeah, their yeah. lives. <laughs> it's um, it's very exciting. I, like we watched the first episode this week, and I was like, yeah,
1: fuck yeah, this is good. Oh, fuck yeah, fuck dude. The champs. There's some. There's some um, other Bake Off on Netflix right now. That's like uh the it might, it thing, might be right? like a champions thing it's like or like it's professional it's professional version yeah, 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 yeah. which yeah. I, I gotta say i don't want to watch that i don't want to watch the professionals do it i want to watch you know the mom and pop people out there um, so
0: uh netflix has like the most recent season in the uk which is like season four mm-hmm. um and as soon as i saw that that existed i was like i gotta go download all of these seasons and start from the beginning so we're like a season and a half into this um is it is is it as good it's not as good as this normal Bake Off, uh, but it is its own thing. I will say okay. that. Um, the two hosts are... Did uh, d- d- did you ever watch
1: Kenny? I don't know. I No.
0: Okay. There's a joke on Letterkenny. I always get
2: confused
1: for like half a second when you say Kenny because I think of the band Kenny. Yeah. Uh, not uh, the same. Not <laughs> but the I, same. My brain does that every time.
0: <laughs> There's a joke on Letterkenny about uh, how guys from Quebec always in uh, their sentences with pfft, like, the, like it's just all French guys in the sentence with <laughs> something like that. And this, this French dude who is the fucking judge on this absolutely does that. Oh he is God. so fucking extra. And the, um, and the other host, the other judge is a very tiny um, Asian woman um, who is brilliant. She has incredible style uh, and she snaps her fingers instead of doing handshakes. It's just fucking great. Like uh, like but it is, it is a lot of like, they, they do it. It's a weird setup. So you'll get three episodes of like six teams of two um and then they eliminate three of those. And then you get another three episodes of a different six teams of two. And they el- and they eliminate three of those. And then the last three episodes are those six team remaining teams from phase one and phase two into finals. Gotcha. Uh, but it's a lot of like uh make this perfectly this,
1: really, this is like the playoffs of bake off.
0: It really is the playoffs of bake off, dude. It's it's a it's a decent show. Like I enjoy it. But it's very <laughs> it's very uh It's not, I don't think the food, like watching them cook the stuff is as fun because it's a lot of Mm. like sugar working and making chocolate sculptures, like every single episode. Probably not as much
1: anxiety and um, Uh, uh, scrambling, I assume.
0: There's there's a lot more uh, crashes, which I think is which are fun. Oh, okay. So they'll be trying to move something and they just drop it, and it all falls apart. Um, That's well, what I like
1: to see, because you, you need the you know the epic highs and lows, right? One woman
0: just left her teammate, just like walked off and like went to see a doctor or something. Like it, up, it, it was like up. I'm so stressed, and like the the chick is just looking around, like scrambling to make these petty fours or whatever the fuck. <laughs> She's like, like where, like, where the fuck you are in the playoffs?
1: <laughs> what are you doing?
0: It's been really funny. The, oh. For the first. first. First time ever, I saw unlike I think any any of the like British Bake Off stuff, uh, a girl from one of the teams uh, apparently hooked up with a guy from another team, Uh and like I guess the whole cast knew about it, and the camera crew did too because they were like every time like something happens, the camera cuts to one or the other
1: (laughs) to see their reactions.
0: It's very weird. Uh, uh,
1: okay. I'm good. I think like I have to watch this now.
0: <laughs> it's fun. It's fun. It's good. I can, uh, if you want the early, if you end up liking the stuff on Netflix, let me know. And I'll, I'll, uh, I need to set you up on my Plex anyway, so you yeah, can yeah, just yeah. St- stream all that shit because uh, it works, yeah. works really well. And you don't have to wait for Netflix to catch up. So Dude.
1: Enough Netflix. Enough. They're going to, every show that's on, they're just going to cancel anyway, so who cares? Uh, <clears> I was so mad. They cancel they can- Bake Off, though, because it's from channel 4 or whatever. Yeah, yeah.
0: Exactly. They could just lose the episodes. Apparently they're taking uh, New Girl off of Netflix and now I'm...
1: enough. Enough Netflix.
0: Somebody asked that uh who is the guy that plays Nick
1: in that show? Do you know that dude's name? Uh yeah, Nick. Um No, I don't know his name. I don't know his <laughs> name. For, for like one second I thought no, wait, yeah, it's Jake something. It's Jake something. Okay. Somebody asked that
0: dude like, "Hey, are you are you as upset about us? Uh as, are you as upset as us that they're taking uh New Girl off of Netflix?" And he was just like no. He goes yeah. it's it's just gonna be on a Hulu. Just get a different login. What are you doing? Yeah. <laughs> also, the... You know he's not like sitting around watching new girl. <laughs> That's the most net the most nick answer he could have. just yeah. no, absolutely not.
1: <laughs> What's his alter ego's name uh Julian Pepperwood or something?
0: Oh, I don't know, man. I've been I've been watching that uh every once in a while, just and uh it's it's a fun show. I think I'm only in like season four though, season four or five.
1: Okay. So you haven't seen a lot of Pepperwood yet. No. Um mm. big fan of him myself. Um Bro, you've been gaming? I heard you were gaming a little bit before we started this podcast.
0: Yeah, I've been, uh, do you <laughs> want to hear heard about that
1: rumor from you, from me?
0: Uh, I got back into monster Train, which is a fun game, uh, but not available. Oh, it's on the switch. So you could, you could potentially buy it, but that's... I've been
1: I've been like all in on the switch lately. Especially after my PS5 betrayed me for like one day.
0: Yeah, is it? Does that fix? Did it work? Did you finally mm, clean it out? Mm, and it. Mm-hmm. Okay, good.
1: So when we had that scare about um, everybody saying you can't have it standing up, yes, that turned out that that wasn't actually true or something. Uh-huh. But when I moved it, I moved it to a, a shelf on my entertainment center, and I thought it was ventilated enough. I didn't have any problems, but that's because I didn't play any games on it uh, for over a month. The whole time it was in there, I just never played anything. I would have, like, Blu-rays in there. Basically, Merlin was just in there. Um, and then I finally had a game in, and it kept overheating on me, and I was like, this is this is cuckoo crazy. I can't believe this is happening. Um Then I moved it out of there and I still had that issue. So I thought, okay, it's not like the power supply. It's not just the confined area. My PS5 is just fucked now. So I opened it up, which takes one second, apparently, and uh, vacuumed out the fan, which was um, 95% dust. Mm, Uh, mm -hmm, It was a lot mm -hmm. of fucking dust in there. Sucked all that up, popped the thing back on and have had no issues since. Perfect.
0: (laughs) Gotta love it. You got to be uh just to just for future reference you got to be real careful using vacuums around electronics. Um,
1: um yeah, can- I actually did I mean I don't know that, but mm-hmm. I did consider that as I was doing it. Will this <laughs> will this cause irreparable harm? It was a tiny little hand vac that uh, has like a blower thing on the other end mm-hmm. and I just used that little blower to like clean like dust my figures and shit yeah, yeah, <laughs> cuz yeah, I'm uh, too lazy to actually dust things. Um,
0: it's not it's not like it just uh, especially with computers and stuff um, sure. it's more more of a computer thing but like uh, if it generates static electricity which then can of oh. course uh, you know fry right. electronic components right. so
1: right good to know
0: Fun. fun times. anyway monster trade uh, monster trade I, I, I mean I think I've talked about it with you before it's just a fun uh, hey it's that game kind of that kind of game I like which is a roguelike mm-hmm. deck builder so that I've been playing constantly <laughs> Um I did start a new one of those and I streamed a bunch this weekend. Um and I think the game I got to what I can what I'm guessing is like the first major boss today after mm. about 6 hours. Ooh. Um and I I just think it's too hard on the medium difficulty level.
1: Interesting. I Interesting. Just,
0: it's just it's just too fucking hard. Like you can get into situations where you just don't have any you don't have any like offensive vocabulary to or defensive voca- mm. vocabulary to do anything. You're just stuck. Like, imagine if you were Mario, and, the, and then Mario forgot the ability to jump after he killed yeah. one Goomba. And then you were like, okay, what do I do? I can I can run left and right, but the Goomba can run left and right. <laughs> I can't right. get over the next Goomba. It's exactly... That's, this it's, is, uh, that's, that's it's what I kept
1: running into with, uh, with Fire Emblem, was when I played it on uh, hard difficulty with the classic setting, meaning if somebody dies, they stay dead forever. Mm-hmm. Uh, I eventually had to turn it to normal difficulty. I don't know why I didn't just turn off classic mode. That way, when somebody dies, you can they just come back after the end of the level. Um, But I kept running into situations where I'd be like 45 minutes into a level and back myself into a corner where I just simply could not put out enough damage to like survive until the next turn. No matter what I did, somebody would die. And again, don't know why I was playing on classic mode since I'd never let anyone die. I would just restart the level. But after spending probably an hour and a half on a particular level, I lost. When I lost, I then was like, okay, I know for a fact that I can go back into it and beat it now because I have some more knowledge about the map and where enemies are going to come from and who I need to use. And But I just was like, I don't want to spend that much time on every fucking level again for the mm-hmm. rest of this game. I don't want to cap you know, 150 hours on this sucker when I could just put it to normal difficulty and have fun, which is exactly what I did. I had a lot of fun because I had spent so much time grinding to be able to handle hard mode and unlocking all these skills and stuff. That when I put it down to normal, the game was like, okay, I'm sorry. We'll just go home. We'll just leave. <laughs> Which was in a way, it's like a little disappointing because I do like to have to, you know, stretch my brain a little bit and, and strategize. But I had already strategized for about 50 hours. So I was fine posting those next 10 hours.
0: Pretty pretty okay with just chilling. Yeah. I, uh... So it all worked out. Yeah, I feel the same way. There's a there's a mechanic in this game where you like find a red stone, and if you die in a particular floor, because uh, you go up like you're climbing a, it's not a ladder, but you're climbing like a building or something. Um, the, like a big giant will come in and just wipe the thing, sc- wipe the thing clean, and then you can, oh. uh, you could start it over again. And that happened to me like on that at that last level today, and I was just like, nope, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't I don't want to. <laughs> I spent a long time dying, and I don't really want to go through all of that stuff again um and i i don't know man i just it's also it's a really one of those it's 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 a weird indie game where uh i've i find this is happening a lot with indie games and i don't think it's a bad thing necessarily because i think any everybody should make incredibly cool stuff that whatever they want to and i think the indie game space is like the best place for a lot of that but like every not every but a lot of these games that i play have these like really interesting like like gritty mechanics like 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 a hardcore mechanics like a card builder Mm, mm. you know roguelike Uh, but then the story is just about how like in this game a young girl gets bullied at school or like her, her dad doesn't understand her. Like there's a, right. there's a, you collect these memories and one is just her dad talking on the phone being like, "She Dude, won't." if sh- I start
1: collecting memories in a game, I'm pissed already. <laughs> yeah. she, she
0: won't open up to me. I don't know how to get her to talk to me. And like the the drawing is just like you in your room with your headphones off with like music posters on a switch beside you, right? Like, and you're just like yeah. listening to your dad talk shit about you in the other room. And it's like, <laughs> all right, you've, you've gained another memory. Now you can unlock a permanent upgrade in your, and I'm like, what? Wait, a permanent upgrade to my trauma? I don't need that. It's so weird, uh, man. It's so strange. Funny. But that's fun. Funny. Like, the game is fun. I just, I don't, I spent 15 bucks on it. I've played it for six hours and I got, to, like, to that main boss and I'm just like, eh, I'm good. Yeah.
1: I started playing Metroid Prime Remastered. Oh, really? Did you play this originally? I don't remember. I've never played a single Metroid game. Of any, ah, like, and, none of them. I've interesting I've seen some of Because Steve was really into it when we were younger. And, but I, you know, I haven't, I never really had Nintendo systems until I was mm-hmm. a bit older. So, um, completely miss out on this but everybody was so hyped about it that I was like yeah I'll check it out okay and it uh, turns out it's a fucking excellent video game dude
0: it's an in, excellent uh, ass video game that fucking soundtrack is just
1: killer man dude, everything about it is so sick the it's only so thing sick. that I feel like is going to be an issue is I fought a boss and I died and that was not a big deal I had saved right beforehand but it kicked me back out to the save point point, yeah. and then I had to like run all the way in and watch the intro cutscene again. I just, I was like, okay, if I fuck up in this game, there's no auto saving. Like <laughs> I have to like be manually saving. I have to not fuck up or I will get mad. But, um, oh, what it, it reminded me, it gave me the, the one moment in Halo one, the first Halo where you, um, run into the flood for the first time. And like that weird sense of horror that you get in the middle of fucking Halo, mm-hmm. uh, which is the best part of that entire series as far as I'm concerned, is just that brief moment where you go, Oh shit, am I playing a horror game for half a second? Um Metroid immediately gave me that same feeling, which it's like it's not a horror game at all, but it's comes kind of, a little spooky about it, you know? seems a little <laughs> weird. And I love it. And there was something else that it was reminding of that's completely gone from my brain now, but absolutely digging this game a whole lot.
0: Dude, uh you you have a bounty in front of you if you want to go dive into Metroid games. They're all like loosely related. Like there's a there's a relatively coherent story through all of them, but um, uh, Metroid Prime One is is great. If you, I think if you sign up for that Nintendo Plus thing, you can play both the original NES Metroid and Super Metroid for the Super NES. And it is. Oh, I, I
1: think I think they just said they added a Game Boy Advance one, and now it's like every single. 2D Metroid is now available on Switch.
0: That's so fucking dope because all, all the Game Boy huge. ones are, are really cool. The new one that mm. came out uh, just this like past year is really Dread. good too. Dread is really. I really almost fun. got
1: Dread, and I probably will now that I'm playing this. And I know that there are different types of games, but still, I'm I'm like super into this.
0: Dread, uh, I think from a gameplay standpoint, it, it's absolutely amazing. Like taking like a 2D Metroid and kind of making it into like a like a two and a half D game, like w- that was popular for a little while, is really really fun. It's also mm. got a uh, kind of like a Nemesis mechanic for Resident Evil. Where you're, oh. you an enemy will spawn and it'll just chase you, and you have can't do anything to it, but except for like very specific things. So you have to like, there's a lot of like, oh shit, it's after me, and you have to run yeah, through yeah. all of the level that you've been exploring. Uh, really, really fun game. Like Dread is really good. Metroid Prime One is good. Uh, the Game Boy, I, I want to say like Zero Mission maybe. I don't remember. I played one on the Game Boy. I think one was... of them is called Fusion. <laughs> Fusion may be the one that I played. What but... about
1: Other M? I remember everybody hated that one. Other,
0: everybody hated Other M. I never played it. But it was just because it was like a DS game. And it had yeah. uh, it had weird, really, really weird Metroid mechanics. So,
1: um, And what else have I been playing? Uh, I, I've taken a break from Ocarina of Time. I kept going back and forth in this weird thing with it where I reached a point where I felt like I was forcing myself to play it. Mm-hmm. And... Because, like, well, it's, it's a classic. I have to play it. I've, like, set out already. I have to continue playing it. And that's not fun. Um, and then I unlocked the fucking big sword. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Found out that was a thing I could do. And suddenly I just was like, you know, okay, let me just get back into the vibe of this game and just en- enjoy its presence a little bit. Um, which I have been doing. Now I'm currently halfway through the Water Temple. And I've been hearing about the Water Temple my whole fucking life. So I'm a little stressed out to be in there. Um, and I haven't played it since. Plus, a million games have come out. I've started playing Metroid. Um, I got the new Fatal Frame. Haven't fucking played it. I got this new a horror visual novel that Square Enix like, randomly dropped called Paranorma Sight or something like that. Okay. Um, I've played like an hour of it. And it's 100%. It's very much my shit. So I'm super into that. Um, But then, unfortunately, the Resident Evil 4 demo came out. And I've played it like four times now. Um, it's just the same thing over and over again. But that game is going to fucking rule. And you have to stream it.
0: <laughs> have you uh, Have you encountered the secret hard mode that I saw people I, talk not about? Not yet.
1: I saw the tweets. I saw uh, some tweets out there. Okay. Haven't encountered it myself yet. Which is probably good because I was getting my fucking ass beat in this demo. Uh, it's the exact same setup pretty much. Like enemy location. Everything is the same as it was in the original for this one zone that they throw you in in the demo. Uh and I think that that gave me a false sense of security. But the gameplay mechanics are totally different. And um, I keep trying to do Jill's dodge from Resident Evil 3 remake, which Leon does not have that.
0: Because no. um, he's not agile. Yeah, get... His thighs are too thick.
1: <laughs> Dude, his thighs are way too thick. I've been saying this. Um, but yeah, it's fucking sick. It's sick.
0: <laughs> I'm uh, I'm very excited about it. Some people were asking me on the stream if I had... Uh... Played the demo and I was just like I don't I don't like I, I understand absolutely why people would want to play the demo I get it uh but also I'm just I'm just going to buy that game like it's yeah. uh, there's yeah, no yeah. there's no question in a million years that I'm not going to buy that game and I, and hopefully stream it with you like we're going to wake up yeah. on a Saturday morning and stream the shit out of it
1: I'll wake up early for Leon every time every single time yeah that'll get every to, like, time.
0: <laughs> that gets butts in chairs you know <laughs> that what I'm saying gets butts in chairs I'm hoping that it'll be better this time um like I think with the way that Twitch is now and with high speed internet that I have uh it'll mm. be cuz you remember last time like I would die and then 30 seconds later you would you would see it <laughs> on the screen. Yeah. Uh <laughs> yeah. I think we can do I think we can get around that uh if I stream to you directly and then stream that, that out I think that'll that'll right, be cool. Right. So we'll have to try some of that stuff.
1: For sure. I'm excited. Mhm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Merlin time. This mm. is a bit. this is a hefty Big old bite of Merlin this
0: to is, take. This is a big old bite of Merlin. I've uh, on a
1: sleepy Sunday afternoon, but let's do. Let's get into it.
0: Having to. um... Why does everything on my computer? My computer must have updated. Everything on my computer is asking me for the password. No, thank you. Google password required. No, stop. I'm busy. No, dude.
2: Berlin